Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made For This podcast. We have the Holy Spirit, and therefore, we get to be a healing presence to people. We get to be a safe place to people. We get to not divide people into categories and decide who gets God and who doesn't. We get to pray for all people. We get to love all people. We would like to thank Pros for their continued support. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Go to pros.com slash made for this for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order. Galatians 3 verse 26. So then the law was our guardian until Christ came in order that we might be justified by faith. And now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized from Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male or female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. As we've been talking about Galatians, we see this, it's like Paul is just pleading with them to understand there's a whole other way to live. And I feel like this was a relevant book right now because I do see a confusion around this topic of grace and the law. Because when I look at, specifically, let's just talk about Gen Z for a minute because y'all all all know I have a strong affinity and affection for them and I'm ministering to them a lot right now. I'm in their lives a lot. It's also the age of my kids and their friends are over all the time. So I'm watching them live. And what I see is this zeal and this hunger for holiness because they are coming from a really dark world and they don't want to look like the world. Praise God. And those that are following Jesus, they're all in. They are 100% in and there's a zeal and a passion and a fervor and a holiness to their life that is beautiful. And so I'm watching that and I'm waiting and I'm seeing, is this coming from a place of faith or is this coming from I need to be different from the world so that I achieve something, so that I can arrive at something. Because in my past and in my history, that's often been the case, that morality has become the goal rather than faith and relationship with God. And as morality becomes the goal, then we begin to compare and we begin to see who's the most holy and who does the most Christian service and who does this and who serves here and who does this. And and I've seen this go through different versions throughout my life, whether that is just the social justice version, the go on the mission field version, the, you know, in in, high, in college for me, it was, I'm not going to wear makeup and I'm going to not ever be vain. And all of those things could look like holiness, but the motivation was to look like I was being holy. So I don't 
think <laughs> that actually was what God meant when he said to put on holiness. What he means by that is that you walk with God in such a way that that reflects into the world, that people want your God, that they see you producing the fruits of the Spirit, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, right? All of those things are coming out of you. And yes, that may lead you onto the mission field out of your compassion, out of your joy, out of your wanting to run into dark places with the gospel. But that is not out of, I need to be more holy because God is going to be more pleased with me because people are going to be more pleased with me because then I'm going to appear holy, right? And I know this is 101, but sometimes we need a little 101 because what the devil will do is over time, you'll pick up some little thing that you didn't even realize was a thing. And it largely probably is coming from and met needs in your childhood, right? There was some time where you wanted somebody to be proud of you. You wanted somebody to notice you and you did the right thing. You did something good. You got a star. And you noticed, you know what? That goes well for me when I do that thing. And all of a sudden, you're, what looks like godliness is really just performance for a crowd that is cheering. Uh, what I want to say is if that's you, that's an exhausting way to live because the crowd cheers for different things at different times and you can never keep up. And ultimately, you know deep down that something's off. It's not driven by a love for God or Jesus or abiding with God or Jesus, it is driven by desire for approval. And so I think that analyzing this just enough so that you can see, okay, why am I wanting to be so set apart? Why do I want to be holy? Why do I want to be different? Now, some of you are listening to this and you're going, I don't even want those things. Like I, 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 I just don't want people to look down on me because I make so many bad choices. Like I'm partying or I'm making bad decisions. It's the same problem, y'all. It comes from the same place of where does our holiness and righteousness come from? Because if it comes from ourselves, whether we have bad behavior or great behavior, both are filthy rags compared to what God is offering us. And what he said in this verse at the end of chapter three is to put on Christ and it's gonna change your whole identity. So we're actually after a complete identity shift. He's not after your morality. He's after an identity shift that you would now become Christ that you would go from being a slave to the law, to religion, or a slave to sin. Some of you relate more to that. That you go, whatever you're a slave to, that you would go from that to actually being consumed, a bondservant of Christ, that you would say willingly, not, you know, slave technically means that you're owned, that, that it wasn't your choice, that you were taken into captivity. What ultimately Christ is, is calling us to is to be a bondservant. By our willing choice, we are laying down our lives and picking up the life of Christ and putting on kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, all of these things that he will produce in and through us as we walk with him. That's what he's promised. And so when he says to put on Christ, like all of you that are no longer, you, you don't need the guardian anymore. You don't need the law beating you over the head with a stick. They, they didn't need, these Gentile Christians didn't need the, the, these Judaizers to come in, which is what they're called, to come in and hit them over the head with a stick and say, you need to do this. You need to do that. They didn't need that anymore because now they had the Holy Spirit. Now they were walking with Jesus. Now they had put on Christ. And it, what he's saying is, guys, you all are seeing all these categories of, of people. And you are saying there's neither Jew nor Greek. This whole new way of doing life now takes away the separations that we once had of Jew and Gentile, Jew and Greek, the separation of male and female, the separation of slave, of free. It takes all that away and it gives us a whole new identity, which is 
freedom, which is joy, which is peace, which is running radically and hard toward Jesus. And as we do that, our lives look radically different. And it just happens because that's what happens when you are with God and you experience a life free with him. And no longer does everything get divided up in your head of religious or not religious. It's just, do you love Jesus or not? Are you a follower of Jesus or not? And if you are, then let's go. Like we are brother, we are sister, let's go. But let's not have all these divisions. And I've seen these divisions even today. I mean, obviously many of us have seen it in the church with male and female. And I want to speak specifically with Jew or Greek right now. I see this today when what is happening in Israel and Palestine is so horrific. And I very much condemn the attacks on Israel. However, I have met Palestinian Christians on the ground in Palestine. I have met wonderful people that are also losing in this from Palestine. And we sometimes forget that there are brothers and sisters, Palestinian brothers and sisters of ours, Christians, on the ground currently that have died and will die in this war. And they were not the extremists that caused this suffering to Israel. They were raising their kids and they were trying to, their best to follow Jesus. And I, I say that because I think we forget in the news sometimes about our higher calling more than being pro-American or pro-Israel, that we are Jesus's people. We are Jesus's family. And we love people. And we love people regardless of Jew or Gentile. Now, that does not mean <laughs> that there is not evil and that evil needs to be paid for. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying as we pray, as we think about this situation, for instance, in Israel right now, that we also remember and pray for the Palestinians and specifically Palestinian Christians that are suffering right now as well. So we still struggle to not cause these differences to affect us more than our reality, that we are Christ. And that because we are Christ, we are called to love and to live like Christ lived and loved, which was crossing all kinds of barriers. So ultimately, what is this saying? That our whole identity has shifted, that we are gods, that we are no longer American or Israeli or Palestinian, that we are gods. We are the children of God on earth, set apart for purposes to be ambassadors of Jesus healing for the poor, healing for the sick, to bring the hope and restoration that the gospel offers to all people so that no longer slave or free or Jew or Gentile or male or female is a limiting factor on earth, but all people can come to God. All people can get to God because of Jesus and what he did. Just imagine that you are reaching for your shampoo bottle and on the bottle says your name printed on the bottle, like custom hair care for Chloe. And that's why I switched to a custom routine from Pros, and it is one of the best things I've done for my hair. We teamed up with Pros, and they are offering you 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash made for this. What Pros does best is they want to know you more than just your hair type. They give over 1 million consultations with their hair quiz, which is how I got started. And it's really easy and simple. You'll give answers like your zip code, 
eating habits, exercise, lifestyle, like all different kinds of things, your goal for your hair. And they analyze all these 85 personal factors and they handpick clean, sustainably sourced ingredients that get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. My favorite feature is their review and refine tool, and it lets me tweak my formulas for any reason in case I change up my address, my hair color, or even my diet. In the winter, I try to go a little bit darker with my hair, and so it really affects um, what kind of shampoo I can use because my hair is a little bit shinier, doesn't have as much texture, and so that becomes a perfect time to change up my formula. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom, made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash made for this. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash made for this for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. That power that God issues us as believers is through his Holy Spirit. It is meant to be a helper. That is what the Spirit is, a counselor, a friend, a helper. And the Spirit is with us. And if you believe in Jesus Christ, then the Spirit is with you. I like how Henry Nouwen describes that power. He says, this is not the power that controls or dictates and commands. It is the power that heals, reconciles, and unifies. It is the power of the Spirit of God. When Jesus appeared, people wanted to be close to him because power came out of him. Luke 6, 19 says, it is the power of the divine spirit that Jesus wants to give us. The spirit indeed empowers us and allows us to be healing presences among people. When we are filled with that spirit, we cannot be anything other than healers. Like that is who we are when we are with people. I've seen this happen with my own kids. I have seen my daughter, Kate, go into the world and have conversations that you cannot believe. Books could be written about that girl in a coffee shop in a retail space. Like she just has an hour-long conversation. This happened last week. It happens every week. She had an hour-long conversation with someone where she works about Jesus. And this person had been so wounded by the church. But by my daughter listening, by being filled with the Spirit and being present with her in the midst of a retail space where my daughter's working, this person was so tender to God that it made her curious. And she had hated God coming into that store. And yet something in her began to heal. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit with my daughter being present with this person and loving this person. She was a healing presence for this person who she now wants to have over for dinner, which my daughter is just, this is her superpower. But it is all of our superpower because of God in us. We have the Holy Spirit and therefore we get to be a healing presence to people. We get to be a safe place to people. We get to not divide people into categories and decide who gets God and who doesn't. We get to pray for all people. We get to love all people. For us, we could replace and add to it. We could add Republican, Democrat. We could add black, white. We could add any amount of dividing factors that we see in our world today and say, no longer are those things the dividing factors because we are brothers and sisters under the family of God because of Jesus Christ. It's a whole different way to live. It's so freeing. So yes, we pray for Israel. Yes, we also pray for the Palestinians. We pray for both. Why? Because they're, they're humans made in the image of God. And yes, there are times, though, we deal with evil. And I'm glad I'm not at the tables having to decide how to do that. 
I am in the place with my Bible and with my family where we pray. We pray for the suffering of those that we care about and those that we don't know. And so I want to do that right now. Jesus, I just pray. I pray for the dividing lines in our hearts where we have imagined there to be enemies, (laughs) where you see children of God, where you see people you've created in your image. And God, it's a complicated world, and yet you've called us to love in the midst of that. And so I just pray for our own hearts, God, that you would show us how to do that, that you would teach us how to pray, that you would show us how to um, love and live. And God, we know there is a time that wisdom says that hard decisions need to be made. and, And I pray for those leaders that are having to make those hard decisions. And I pray for the lives that those decisions affect. And God, would you show us how to see you rightly, how to see people rightly, and how to love well, how you would love, because ultimately we're yours. And the reason the dividing lines don't exist is only because of your power and your love that has has set slaves free and binded together people that never should be friends and never love each other, God. I've seen it happen. Would you cause that to happen in small and big ways in our own lives, around us, and also around the world? Amen. Hey, did you know that you can text Jenny and I and we actually read your text messages and we try to respond as many as we can, but it's just like such a fun way for especially you guys, our podcast fam to ask questions. We send out ideas and stuff for you guys all the time to vote on. If you want to join, get out your phone. You're going to type the word podcast in the message part to the number 214-225-6267. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Made for This podcast. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.